which is this feeling like I think it's like bad pizza, but it can like move crap. Welcome back to Privy. Privy is a podcast about bathrooms recorded here in my home bathroom. Uh, it was really exciting to be uh, on location with Austin last episode, and uh, I hope to get the opportunity to do more of those, for lack of a better term, home visit episodes. It was it was really cool to record in his bathroom, uh, in in that intimate space. So, and I and I mean intimate. Happy Cinco de Mayo, and that's honestly, instead of talking about that, we're going to do something else today, because I'm pretty sure that like Cinco de Mayo is one of those holidays that America kind of runs rough shot over. Either that or it's one of those things that started out as kind of made up. I don't know the history of this. It's probably some battle or like independent something, but I'm ignorant and don't know. And then, like, I think it's kind of turned into a day for, like, discounted to cheap to free tacos or maybe getting a little hooch on. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get into uh, a different topic this week instead of talking about Cinco de Mayo uh, because we don't, we don't want to trudge waters that, that could be potentially loaded. Uh, but before we get into that, I had the astute pleasure, I have to tell you this story. This isn't a full-on Hunter's Anecdotes because this is like a real-time, like, weekly update here at the beginning. Um, but I had the astute pleasure, and I and, and it was astute, uh, of photobombing slash making a stupid face in a guy's video at the gym. Now, you're going to hear that, and you're going to go, how old is this guy? Like, he ain't got nothing better to do. He's got to, like, sneak up behind unsuspecting victims in the gym and like lurk behind them. But no, that's not what's going on. So bear with me, go on this journey with me, if you will. So what you need to know, uh, is so at the gym and I, I know I talk too much about going to the gym, whatever it, it is what it is. If you've ever met me, you know that it's, it's not any sort of a flex of any sort. It's more of just like uh thing for survival at this point. But, uh, if you go to the gym, you know that there are these people and I'm saying people, it's not just guys, because you know this happens on both sides. Anyway, the, the people who go to the gym and, well, the first group that drives me absolutely bonkers are the, are the people who go to the gym and then they just post up on the, the machines. And they're, they're sitting on the machines and you can see them. They're like scrolling through InstaTurd or watching TikTok and... They, they sit in that position on the machine for multiple minutes on end without exercising. And that's fine. I'm not over here like saying, hey, you got to be on your grind every millisecond of your existence inside the gymnasium. But get off the machine. Like, it, especially if it's a low access machine where they have one, maximum two of the machines that will exercise that muscle group. Like, there are some people who doing free weights is not an option to them. And so get the freaking heck off the machines. Like, free it up. Look at your phone over by the drinking fountain or sit down. There's like benches and chairs and stuff. Like, go that. But 
There's also these people, the other group that drives me a little bonkers is the people who go to the gym and probably either after they have done their gymming or sometimes before spend countless minutes vainly standing in front of the mirror flexing their muscles and staring at themselves slash videoing slash photographing themselves and the thing is this happens in the bathroom like and i'm pretty sure that you're not supposed to take video slash photographs in the bathroom now those of you who follow the Privy Cast socials know that what I have just said is a little hypocritical, but there is generally no human being pictured in the Privy Cast social bathroom photos. So I want to note that. But it's the bathroom. Like people are taking dumpies and wee wees in the background while you flex and make your dumb lips in the mirror. At their phone and I don't and I do not understand this but one of the on, on one of my recent visits to the gym this guy had set his phone up on top of the like soap dispenser and and it was facing him and recording him as he like flexed his at the video and like made a smolder face um which when you flex and smolder at the same time, it really just looks like you have to poop. But whatever. Um, and so his phone is just dangling like, I mean, you know, it's balanced. But like those soap dispensers aren't necessarily flat. It's just kind of like balancing, dangling on top of this soap dispenser, waiting for some person to just walk by and bump it and send it plummeting on to the very clean bathroom floor. huh? <laughs> and or the wet sink full of like study buddies. So you have your phone balancing there. This guy's doing this circus act with his phone balanced here. And you're filming your biceps as you flex. And you also try to keep a fart in because you're straining so hard. And, and then here comes Hunter. And I see this. Uh, and I'm on my way to my pre-workout deposit. If you uh, are on the Poop Map app, you'll know this is a frequent stop. And, and I have the option. I come around the corner and I see this like flexathon happening with this dude's phone. He's like, yeah, <laughs> he's doing that. And I see this happening and I realize that like I have some options here. And, and the first is I can, I can stand there and let him finish <laughs> his video um, which that ain't happening. Cause if you know, I, when I go to the gym, I am there to get in and out as quick as possible. I'm not standing around waiting for some flex master 42 to get his flex on. I just, I'm not going to wait for it. I, I'm sorry. Film yourself somewhere else. I'm, I know that's probably very rude, but the other, the other option is I can, I can ask to sneak or ask to, or sneak behind the guy. Um, so as not to ruin the video, uh, which most of you would hear and go, oh, that, you know, that's probably the polite option. Surely that's what Hunter went for. Um, but I'm here to tell you that I, the other third option is I can do what I did do. So as I come around the corner, I just pretend like I have no idea that he is playing muscly man rando cleavage. And I just walk right in front of the camera, just psh, 
just in between the camera and and Flexmaster 42. And and the guy is like, oh, oh, my bad, my bad. And I have my headphones in. I just go straight to the 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 urinal and then do yeah. Which is definitely the shot. Uh, the urinal is a hundred percent in the shot. Like there's no chance that it's not in there. I know what I'm doing. And, and and I pretend like I have no idea what's going on. And then I, I do that and I, you know, I, you better believe I flush and those gym flushers, you know, um, and then I, I go up to wash my hands and I, I select the sink that is nearest to where his phone is balancing. And I give the from 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 on the soap right where his phone is at. And you can see the phone jibble a little bit and he, uh, and he like moves up and stops the recording on his phone. And so I finish washing my hands and, and he thinks that I'm going for paper towel, which I will note. I usually do paper towel. I'm all about the paper towel unless we have Dyson hand dryers. And then I'm all over the Dyson wind tunnel hand dryers. So he sees that I'm done. He goes up and he starts his video again. But then I walk over to the the air blowy thing. He's not, you know, getting this number right while this homie's trying to flex his flex his pecs, doing his thing. Um, and and so he stops it, and I get I get done with that, and he walks back up and he starts the video again. And this time I I walk back through and I walk again right in front of the guy in the camera. But as I do, I look kind of over at his phone just at the right time. So he can't see me. And I just make the dumbest grumpy cat derp face you can imagine at this guy's video. And I just continue by. And I, I have been checking the like tags for the gym that I, that I go to here in Albany, just praying that I will see my idiotic mug in this guy's video, but I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. He probably edited it out. Um, but if it was up to me, the gym would have no mirrors and no windows, a big empty box filled with heavy things for men and women to lift. Anyway, welcome back to Privy. Today, we have a super topical episode that is not about Cinco de Mayo. I'm, I've, I've greeted you with that and we're moving on. But Yesterday was Star Wars Day. Now, uh, on the list of completely made up and pointless holidays, Star Wars Day, May the 4th. See, this is one of those not so clever word plays about something that character. So a character in Star Wars, you see, it's quite simple. Go. I know it's we're going to I'm going to connect these dots. Bear with me. It's intricate how we got the name of this holiday. But a character in Star Wars, the, the multimedia franchise at this point, has said, may the force, which is this feeling like, I think it's like bad pizza, but it can like move crap, which I would argue bad pizza producing a big enough fart could do the same thing. But, and anyway, um, may the force, may the fourth, you get it? It sounds like somebody with maybe a weird lisp is trying to say it, um, which maybe this holiday is insensitive because of that. But May 4th, but yeah, May 4th, May the 4th, you get it. It's funny, right? (laughs) 
Oh, so funny. Uh, but George Lucas, the, the creator and originator of Star Wars, wanted to adapt one of his beloved franchises into a movie. Um, so we're going back. History of Star Wars. Um, this is a bathroom podcast, podcast about bathrooms. And, and now we're going to talk about Star Wars for a hot minute. So George Lucas, he wanted to adapt one of his um, most beloved franchises, probably from his youth, into a movie. Um, and, and that was Flash Gordon. But he could not get the rights to Flash Gordon. And so in response to this, Lucas resolved to create his own sci-fi opera style film series. He started out in the sci-fi scene with his debut movie, THX 1138. But he, he still had a goal in mind. And from his work on THX, Lucas got discovered. Uh, but the funding, so people knew this guy had the chops to make a sci-fi movie. But the funding was not there. And so he took a job directing what, in my opinion, is a better film than Star Wars. American Graffiti. In 1973, George Lucas, the man who created Star Wars, released American Graffiti. Uh, American Graffiti, if you haven't seen it, is a coming-of-age story about the rock and roll culture of the 60s and 70s. Uh, and one character probably lives on in our culture today from that, and, and in the zeitgeist, if you will. Um, Wolfman Jack became this beloved entity in American culture at the time. And, and the film's success generated enough buzz and enough money for Lucas to pursue his passion project. And so, in 1977, Lucas directed and released Star Wars, which later he renamed Episode Four: A New Hope. And with its success... Lucas made plans to make nine more movies. And if you, if you do the math, that movie did not come out too long ago. And with these nine movies, he would also make what I like to call a metric dump ton of money. Imagine the audacity nowadays. I was thinking about this. You know, we just went and saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Really good movie. Actually, I think I liked it better than Sonic the Hedgehog 1. But I'm sitting in the theater and it, the, the, the previews are like, hey, friends, you remember that old movie that you watched 20 to 40 years ago? Well, we're going to make it again and we're going to do a sequel. And so they've got like Top Maverick and Jurassic Park World 7 or something. And I'm not against this. But just imagine the audacity of, of a person in the year 2022 of our Lord releasing a movie and then saying, nay, verily, no sequels. I will not make a prequel. I will not make a sequel. I will make exactly as much money as this one movie generates for me. And then you got like Kurt or not Kurt Cameron, <laughs> James Cameron uh, over here like, yes, Avatar 5 in 40 years is going to be awesome. Um, and it's, it's wild. Like everything, we just have to beat the horse dead, you know? No need to do that. Just make a good movie. That's all I'm saying. Hunters rant over. But from pretty much the beginning, Lucas had plans for at least nine films. Now, 
He probably didn't foresee the great Mickey Mouse takeover, but I'm also pretty sure that Mr. Lucas is a-okay with Mickey Mouse getting his large gloved hand up on the Star Wars ball. So he made these movies, and in the last almost 50 years, Star Wars has produced 13 movies, 17 plus TV show series, video games, and books. It's multimedia. It's also like people actually hold to Jediism as a religion, whatever. Um, I'm not getting into it. No shade, but like, yeah, never mind. Um, and so there's a lot going on here. There's a lot of data on Star Wars, and I'm going to just tell you right now, I am not a Star Wars fan. I'm, I'm not even a Star Wars enthusiast. Um, in general, I don't really care about Star Wars. So then you're asking yourself, well, what, what in the heck is this guy who cares deeply about bathrooms talking about Star Wars? Well, you see, it's May the 4th, and we have some data that we need to put on the bathroom plane of existence here. Because with all this data, all this recording and TV shows and movies and Star Wars being around for 45 years, we've seen a lot of things from their universe. They got blue milk and they have like cultural touch points. They got enough data about the culture of Star Wars that they can make an entire like amusement park section in Disney about the thing. But here's the thing. You know what Star Wars has very little data on? How do the characters go to the bathroom? Like, where's Princess... Abdullah Blamgada, like, where's she going poo? I mean, not to be crass, I've, is she a Disney princess? I'm sure there's somebody out there that's, like, adamant that she's a Disney princess. I don't know how that works, and I don't care. Um, But how do, how do they go to the bathroom? Like, I'm going to give you what is generally an accepted timeline of the commentary and info we have on Star Wars toilets. So... First, in Star Wars Legends, which I haven't consumed this media, but from what I can tell, it's a book series. And feel free to email me or like, I don't know, write us on social, at me on, yeah, at the show on Twitter. Come at me. Um, but I'm pretty sure this is a book series. Uh, and, and, but in this, in this Legends book or whatever media series, we see a top-down view. I think it's a graphic novel of a bathroom in Han Solo's cell that, if I'm going to be honest with you, it looks an awful lot like a regular human toilet. Now, if you're like me, and this was the start of this, you would look at this and go, now with all them space aliens and spacemen, couldn't we get something a little more dope? Like, like Han, but here's the deal. Han Solo is a human, I think. I'm pretty sure he's human. If it looks like a human and it talks like a human, it probably ain't an alien, I think. Maybe? I don't know. But he would have needed those accommodations. So it makes sense that Han Solo is dealing with a very human-looking toilet in this. However, there are other bathrooms that we see throughout the series, again, 45 years, and the data is pretty rife. And by rife, I mean the opposite of rife. In another Legends book, we are told that these bathrooms, which 
do separate on a number of grounds. More on that in a moment. Um, have some plumbing fixtures that are specific to specific species. The idea of how there are a number of differentiating factors to divide who uses what stall is best seen in the Clone Wars TV show where in the background of a shot, there is this bathroom and, and this sign for a bathroom. You don't ever see the bathroom. We'll get to that. But on the bathroom sign, it has the regular symbols for like human man and what appears to be human woman. But then there's other what I like to call wild and crazy symbols that look like things with tentacles and other sort of space alien like situations. In short, what we find out through this data is that alien species in Star Wars, some have a different way of getting rid of fluids and, dare I say, dumpies. And I like to think of the, the alien from, like, I think it's Scary Movie 3, where he, like, pees out his finger. Yeah, what a whack idea that movie was. But I digress. We learn, we learn from another of sources and places in the Star Wars world that they don't use the word bathroom or restroom or privy. They're, like, halfway afraid to say the word. Rather... In the Star Wars universe, bathrooms are referred to as refreshers. <laughs> now, why the Star Wars world won't use the word bathroom is a thing of speculation. But in short, though, I believe the reason is, is it's just to add some air of like futuristic sci-fi-iness. Like, if you roll up into the sci-fi novel and they're just calling it the toilet, that's not... That's not that's not sci-fi. That's not future. But if you call them ooh the refresher, um, it, you got something else going on there, and you're like, oh, you now you have my attention. Uh, you don't use the word bathroom or restroom. You use the refresher. And what's even better is a refresher <clears throat> is one of those fruity like fake energy drink things at Starbucks, and so. It gives a whole new meaning to slurping on, slurping on a refresher. Am I right? Or am I right? <laughs> One futuristic accoutrement of the Star Wars world found inside the refreshers was the mention of what is called a sonic shower. Now, <laughs> um, this, a sonic shower, is a shower, but it is a shower that is waterless and seems to use either water or sonic waves, sonic vibrations to get you clean, kill bacteria. And I think it's the same explanation as like Doctor Who's sonic screwdriver. It's like, oh, it uses sonic technology to unlock the nonsense. Like, it's, it's sci-fi fantasy. Like, it's not, it doesn't have to make sense. But they have these waterless showers that like sonic vibrate the air and like kill the bacteria and get you clean i don't know but i wonder if when they were developing this in the star wars world did they have like a brown note experience where they just shaz royal from the sheer from the sheer like sonic vibrations that they stood inside of i would like that i'd like that graphic novel you know i don't know who the current star wars characters are i think i think there's like a ray and a poe and a finn and those are boring names. But yeah, I'd like, a, I'd like a graphic novel of one of them hitting up the sonic shower and 
like getting the frequency wrong and they like perform a waffle stomp because they goofed on that adjustment. Like I would read that. But here's the other wild thing. If you had to guess, like if I sat you down, listener, friend, if you will, and you had to guess how far in Star Wars's fit, no, in Star Wars's 45 year long run, how far into those 45 years did it take for Star Wars to show us a picture of the inside of one of these refreshers? How long would you have guessed? Go ahead. We'll pull a little Dora the Explorer moment of fun here. Go ahead. That's right. It took 40 years, 40 years to even get a real look at a Star Wars bathroom. There had been like 11 or 12 movies, countless TV shows released, and not once did anybody say, hey, you know what would be interesting? Let's see where Jabba the Hutt takes his big, big Jabba's. Like, show me that. No, it was not until the year 2020 of our Lord that they finally showed a refresher in Star Wars. Now, Mr. Lucas, please, please, please tell us why it took so long. I mean, we know about so much in the Star Wars world, and there's all this fandom. And it took like 40 years, 40 years to show just the inside of a toilet. And we get our first look at this in an episode of The Mandalorian, where I believe it's on his ship. Uh, We get a view of the inside of a refresher. And... What's super wild is there's some tubes and some suction valves that are interesting at least. Um, We're told that there is a suction tube and it is presumably to remove fluids. Uh, And in this picture, first, it's very grayscale and in the background, um, and it's kind of just overwashed with brown, which I think is another way to describe like kind of Star Wars's whole artistic vibe recently, overwashed with brown. Um, but in all that time, like, it, it almost looks like a roadside rest stop toilet, but in a spaceship with a couple of, like, levers and funnels around it. Like, man. Like, I'm 95%. Like, we talked about, like, how astronauts go poo-poo in space. I'm pretty sure that they got some cooler looking technology than what we had in Star Wars in this. But whatever. Like, they made a shower that showers you with sound waves. I mean, like, we could we not have done something more than just like a vacuum suck tube for our leavings? And, and, and I will admit, it's later reported that these refreshers, like our space toilets in real life, can convert some of the leavings into other usable compounds. We did great. You know, it's at the time of this recording, it's April. We just had a bunch of Arbor Day and Earth Day things. Reuse, you know, Star Wars, you know, old Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Jango Fett, Tango Fett, Rango Fett are up there. They're used, they're, they're reduced, reuse, and recycling in, in the best way possible. Get that suction tube up on that mess, boys. Huh. Here at Privy, we wish they would have covered this more. 
even if it's just like a short film or like, like I said, maybe like one of those graphic novels detailing like Star Wars' first waffle stomp on record. Star Wars is so futuristic, but there's something about it that is so old feeling. You know, you know what? I wish there was something more, but that futuristic feeling, you know what's not futuristic feeling? Falling headlong into a portable toilet to get your cell phone. And that brings us to a very special installment of Who in the News? This um, article is a, is a local news article here uh, in, in Oregon. Uh, it comes to us from Fox 12, Oregon. Uh, by writer Deborah Dolan, uh, and the article is titled Woman Falls Headfirst into Vault Toilet Trying to Retrieve Cell Phone Rescuers Say. And so this takes place in, in Brennan, Washington, actually. So it's it's a little up north of here. Um, firefighters say that that after I guess rescuing her, that that this woman had dove headlong into a vault toilet, a, a like an outhouse style vault toilet. And and the firefighters are actually shocked because they they're like, listen, like she she could have been seriously injured by the toxic gases. And, and a woman in her 40s dropped her cell phone into the into the vault while using the toilet on the top of of uh of Mount Walker. She she took apart the seat and used her dog's leash to try to fish the phone out. But after she she couldn't dig it out with the leash, she decided to tie the leash off and use the leash to, quote, support herself. Um, when that failed, she fell in head first. Now, head first into what, you may ask? Well, I think you all know. Have you ever been to the state fair? You know how at the state fair, uh, when you're like, you know, you, you've, you've had like an 18-inch hot dog, uh, hot dog, and everybody at the state fair has just eaten what we like to call greasy, the greasy mess. And there's those porta-potties as you leave, as you leave the state fair. And, and inside those porta-potties is what I like to call the great American brown sludge. Well, when this lady fell headfirst, that's what she fell headfirst into. She tried to climb out uh, for about 15 to 20 minutes, but now that she's in there, she has her phone. And at that point, she used her phone to call 911 for help. Crews with the Brennan Fire Department uh, and, and, and I don't know this one, but Kilson's Fire Rescue, um, they made this platform for the woman to stand on and pulled her up to safety. And thankfully, she wasn't hurt. They, you know, got her out. They hosed her down and they gave her a, a hazmat suit to wear before she was checked. And, you know, it's a reminder. And I, I'm when some once something goes into a porta potty like reservoir, it it's really is it my question to y'all, and feel free to shout at me in an email, privycast at gmail.com, or shout at us on social at privycast, but let us know. If you dropped your cell phone into the Great American Brown Sludge, would you go in after it? Like, and to what extent would you go in after it? Because 
this like in this episode of Pooh in the News, this lady went fully deep and went for it and did fall in and land quote head first into the Great American Brown Sludge. This has been a short but very <laughs> sweet installment of Pooh in the News. Thank you, um, Mr. Domini, Mr. Dave Domini, for submitting this week's Poo in the News. If you find bathroom or poo-related media and articles, things happening in pop culture, send them on in. We'd love to. We'd love to have them in a special installment of Poo in the News. Um, and let us know if you're going after it. As we round out um, the end of the show here, I want to. I want to just do a couple shout-outs. One is um, a little bit different than the normal things at the end of the show. Uh, I had the astute pleasure of being on my good buddy Jesse's podcast, Pickled Parables, again. Um, and so that episode is already out. You can go back and listen to it. Um, I had the pleasure of, of doing a lesson and teaching about the temple. And, and so if you're interested in, in kind of a, a Bible-based thing, go check that out. Jesse's doing good work over Pickled Parables. Uh, we might even stick a, stick a link in the, in the doodly bopper down below there. But yeah, follow us on social media. We're at PrivyCast. We're trying to get Toilet Tuesdays, bathroom dumpy videos, uh, all sorts of, of nonsense going on over there. So come follow us. Share your um, Toilet Tuesday and bathroom nonsense. Uh, and let's, let's, get that, let's get that popping off. You can send us an email, episode suggestion, ideas, thoughts, feedback, anything you'd like. PrivyCast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and, and yeah, we just want to, we, it's cool to hear from the folks who are listening. Uh, as always, we want to thank Kevin McLeod for the use of barroom ballet as our intro and outro music. You can find Kevin's music at incompetech.org and his music is licensed under creative commons license attribution 4.0. Thanks, Kevin. We would also like to thank Poddington Bear for the use of camp as the Poo in the News intro and outro music. You can find Poddington Bear's music at poddingtonbear.com. Thanks, Poddington. Thank you all for listening and, and joining me here again. Uh, I hope you have a, a, had a wonderful Star Wars day and a happy Cinco de Mayo. And now, as always, and <laughs> whether or not they'd have been able to on the Star Wars spaceships, don't forget to flush. Flush.